Welcome to the Mega Man Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is going to be episode 30. Uh, I took a long drive over here from Long Beach to downtown L.A. to see my boy Kane, the Puppet Master. What's up, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Chilling, man. How's your day going? It's good, man. I mean, I just, you know, kind of woke up and I was... 30, I mean, it's, you know, almost New Year's, so... Yeah. I've just been lazy. I've been working too much. So I've just kind of been lazy. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just got off work and stuff. I know, I heard. I was like, man, this guy... <laughs> I'm a savage, dude. Like, That's people great. tell me, like, how do you do the podcast and, and how do you work overnight? It's like, I'm just busy. Like, if I'm at lunch or my break, I'm pushing my podcast yeah. or I'm just looking to see what's on or doing nah, my homework. Good, man. Hell yeah. I mean, that's how you had to do it, man. I mean, you started something, you know, you got to finish it. <laughs> man, I started in September and then now I'm like, I'm already in January and it's like, yeah. I'm in on, I've been on the grind. Oh, trust me. I, I've been tripping out how you like just be coming up quick with this thing, which yeah. is great. I mean, I'm not really con- like, I, I never like, you know, done podcasts besides the ones that are like two of my friends invite me but yeah I, you know it's, it's pretty interesting it's pretty good it's yeah pretty cool. we would just try to get your name out there you know yeah, you're getting well known on the social media and plus yeah, we'll get to later uh you know being you know doing the marinettes with bob baker's theater yeah yeah and uh just like i said you know like you don't want them to be forgotten you know no, of because not. now with this new generation like people they don't want to see like they want to see digital like marvels and yeah. all that they don't want to see like puppets back in the yeah. day or those marionettes still kind of still here you know still here <laughs> well i'm more old school i'm not millennial yeah, stuff yeah. but i keep it og yeah, and i, here, I like man. that stuff yeah i go backwards instead of forward no nah, man that's all for, good you know, dig backwards because that's where you find the history of everything exactly made right now that's why that's why i notice on your uh in your social media and mm-hmm. stuff like that you post a lot of old pictures of bob baker's oh, yeah, theater yeah like, I just recently kind of cleaned up my Instagram a little bit because I used to have like like six thousands posts and like I used to post a lot <laughs> and I used to kind of post a lot of bullshit too. So I mean, because I don't give a fuck, you know. But I kind of erased all my posts and kind of started all over. Right now I have like maybe like twenty pictures are going on. Yeah, yeah. I have like from six thousand to twenty pictures. It's like a big change. I lost a lot. I know I lost a lot of pictures that I might not get back or like you know things like that, but. You know, let's. Um, I know I lost, but I'm getting more, so it shouldn't not matter. You know, pictures are always coming out. I mean, I never got comfortable by a lot of people taking pictures of me. You know, before I never had like one picture. Now I had like thousands, thousands of them. So which is kind of super great, and I'm really happy with it. I can't wait for you know to inst- my little Instagram comes up again with just pictures of what I do. Yeah, man. I I mean, I I heard you on the What's Up Food podcast, but yeah, yeah. it was a little messed up. And I heard you again. It's I like, know. oh, with, with Angel, let me know. Pot. Shout out yeah, to him. Yeah, for real, man. That guy hit me up, and because you know, he, I'm um, Felipe Esparza invited me um, just randomly. He was like, hey, you know what? I've been following you, and I was like, who's this guy? You know? <laughs> I don't know who it was, and so like, I was like, I'm like, hit me up like for a while. He'd been following me for a while, and I mean, I, I'm just not like one of the persons that oh, you're. I'm not saying he's famous or not, but like if you like will hit me up, like hey, like I, I wouldn't know like who you are or nothing like that besides me mm-hmm. kind of going to you and find out. But it was great that he invited me and I was really happy. And um, yeah, I kind of heard that the sounds it was not great or uh-huh. like which was like I mean I mean I'm not really sure what's going on with that. But I mean hopefully he invited me again and just kind of refresh that. I didn't want to bug him or nothing like that because I mean I'm not like that. Like hey yeah come invite him. nah like. It's cool, you know. I actually invited him to the theater. Like he actually never showed up, so it's kind of like, uh, like, 
Felipe, no, come yeah, on, man. Like, Felipe, come on, man. I mean, the theater closed down already. I mean, I've been knowing him for like maybe like four months or maybe like something like that. And I invited him, you know. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that I'm actually mad at him. <laughs> uh oh. Because it's kind of like, you know, like I'll show you love, you show me back love. You know, I'm not trying to, like, I was not even going to charge him or nothing. I mean, if you're trying to help us out, it's great. But I was trying to, um, every time that I like, Go like you know like you invite me to like this like yeah yeah I always show up what I do you know like I'm not like myself nothing like that because you know eventually my life is just like anybody else's you know like without the theater or without of you know being the puppet master like nobody would give a fuck about me which I, uh, I'm really happy with that you know I'm not asking nobody for nothing you know but know that I you know I work at the theater you know I'm actually been working there for like 17 years I mean 17 years to now like to somebody you know kind of like finding out about me which i'm not really like tripping like before i used to have my instagram like blocked like i used to have it private yeah so not a lot of people would see me because you know i used to I, I, I smoke a lot so i used to post a lot of pictures like that so i didn't want people to be like oh what is this guy you know like people to judge me and one mm -hmm. day you know one guy told me hey you know you should just let it go public you know like people should need to know need to see or what know that you do this you know and, exactly and that's when i kind of let it go like you know public and just people started following me which I was like, oh, shit, like, that's great, you know, like, that's pretty cool, and, like, if I would have just been public since the beginning, I would have had so many followers, but just, you know, like, now that, you know, I see it the way that it is, you know, it gives me opportunities out there, which, you know, make little videos or take pictures with people, like, low-rider shows, which is great, I was like, oh, shit, like, you know, now I'm kind of thinking about it, because I'm old school, I never was... Never like into like Facebook or Instagram and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Like yeah. now I'm so into it because it's like shit. I want to take more pictures. <laughs> like this motherfucker's got me so addicted to it. You know, like now I'll be posting like so many pictures or everybody takes pictures of me because they're so cool. You know, like I, I kind of created my own puppet to take it out there and people love them, which was like super cool. That you know he actually got like um really good and close with the community and people follow him. Kind of create a page for him, uh, my own puppet and. People are just, you know, really in love with them, which is like, man, I could, I could create a, like a bunch of puppets by since I would have started, you know. But yeah, it's not easy to create a puppet, you know. It's t it, it takes like three hundred hours to be able to, you know, build one from scratch. And like, I mean, besides that, the money you're gonna put into, like, it's like a really long process. And at the theaters where I work, um, we have almost three thousand or even more marionettes, like three thousand. Like, we don't really have to build nothing, you know. So. Only the time that I have right here at the theater, I'm mostly, like, repairing, like, you know, fixing other, like, props or, like, everything that we have right now that is really old school. I'm trying to refix it again or give it a new purpose and just keep it going, you know, because, I mean, this purpose to make, you know, to take 300 hours, um, they well made, you know, like, every puppet that we have at the theater is 40 plus years old, like... Nothing is brand new, you know. All these puppets were built like back in the days when the theater was in their prime. Right now, the theater um, it just closed down, like you know, last month, and it's been you know, the same place for fifty-five years. Fifty-five um, guys. That's fifty-five years of you know being in the same place, doing shows every day for the community all year round. I mean, that's amazing, and people love it. You know, there's something that you you hardly see around right now. So when they come into the theater, they kind of expect like a Oh, a puppet show, you know, it's like, oh, all right, let's just go through pattern it, like, but when they go inside the theater and actually experience it, like, whoa, like, they just get mind blown because they never seen things like that before, and especially because we do one hour shows and we use over a hundred marionettes. I mean, a hundred puppets, that's a lot <laughs> to do like a little play, you know, it's like amazing how like people actually get so into it because 
the puppets are well made. It's uh-huh. really great. I love them. I know. I took the. I took my. You invited me. I took yeah, my boys over here. Of course. It was my second. <laughs> well, to me, it was my second time. I. Yeah. I don't remember, but my mm. mom and dad took me over here when I was like three or four years old. Oh, that's great. And everything, and uh, I went back with my boys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is very different. It got packed quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, cause it's been been here for fifty five years. So the theater itself has its own crowd. You know, like. I don't have to bring the crowd into the theater because the theater itself could maintain them himself, you know, because 55 years of, you know, of entertaining, people knows about it. I mean, the theater is world famous, you know, it's not just in Los Angeles or in California. The theater is well known all around the world. And Bob Baker, for sure, is, he did his, you know, he did his stuff over there, you know, like he just passed away like in 2012 and he was like in his 90s. And he was doing puppets. He was eight years old. Eight years old. Eight years old, man. Like imagine eighty plus years of doing what you love. I mean, that's amazing. Like I can't really do that myself. I don't remember what I was doing at eight years old. Just he causing did, trouble. He did this full time. Full time, man. Like he was started. You know, when he was young, he was getting paid at eight years old, doing little fifteen minute show for little kids already. If I mean, he decided that and over the years as he got better and better, he was buying puppets at the beginning. And yeah. After that, he was earning the skill to actually make them. So, I mean, like, he has a big collection right now, which is, you know, amazing. Now, with the story with Bob Baker's, how did mm-hmm. it all start? Like, I mean, I see you post on your social media, yeah, like, the yeah. story, like, the oh, old yeah. school back in the day with yeah. Disney. Was it with oh, Disney? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob was, like I say, he was world famous. So, he will create, like, um... Marionettes for every celebrity around Los Angeles. So imagine you're a big celebrity and be like, hey, I want a puppet made of myself or I want a, this specific puppet. Bob will make it for everybody around here. Yeah. So when it came to, like, you know, Bob actually working with Disney, actually met him and, you know, Bob did like a lot of window displays at Disneyland back in the days. He would, you know, paint a lot. He would be like a decorator and he actually went to the army too. Mm-hmm. He, went, he went to the army and he was camouflaging a lot of tanks and he kind of worked in that experience and painting details and all that. Mm-hmm. So he would camouflage a lot of things and that's how he started kind of getting better and better and he met Walt Disney, you know, which is amazing. And he did like a handshake with him that he could create all the characters like it's a collection of marionettes, which is like, you know, he could do this, you know, the big bad wolf with the seven pigs. He yeah. could do, you know, Donald... He could do um, Mickey, he could do Minnie, he could do Pluto, Goofy. All them characters from famous Walt Disney, like, movies, he oh. could, he has them right here. It's, yeah. it's just, he has, you know, Jack Skeleton, Sally, Zero, and he has the Boogeyman. Like, like all these little Walt Disney characters that you would think back in the days, Bob was making them for Disneyland. There was, like, a Bob Baker store back in the days in Disneyland. That, you know, he has all these puppets in, all around, and... There must be a couple of them flying around Disneyland, Bob Baker Puppets Originals, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. And yeah, Bob worked, I mean, with a lot of celebrities. He worked with Elvis Presley, Judy Garden. Like, it just goes on. The list of movies that he came out on, it just it goes on and on and on. And I'm still finding out, you know, because, I mean, I knew him, but I never dug, dig into, like, his actually story and as much as I'm doing right now. It's just, like... Trying to find out more and more and more and more. Even though everything is here, it's just hard to like dig to everything. Like Bob has, he will collect 
everything. He was like a kind of like a hoarder. He would never love to throw nothing away because oh, he wow. would know that he would use it for something later on in the future. So like I mean everything that we have at the theater was built from scratch. Like from the lighting effects to all the lighting. Like they're actually coffee cans, you know, like those old school big coffee can round cans. Yeah. Like all the lights at the theater they were made with those cans. They would just, you know, break them apart, kinda of put a little light bulb color and that's how lights will work at the theater, which is amazing and particularly all the puppies of course. I see this. It's like very old fashioned and yeah, like it's like, nice. Oh yeah, the light board that we have right now is it's not the computer that you know nowadays. It's like a switches, like levers that go up and down. It's really, really old school and right now the equipment that we have is really old school. So you know it's it's kinda like broken down and like you know some of the lights don't work because yeah. I don't even know how to fix them myself. I wish I knew somebody that would come into the theater and learn and teach us how to fix this light bulb because it's really old school. It's like from the 40s. Yeah. It's like super, really amazingly. It still now, works. If everything's like all digital now these days, yeah, it like not computer, more... you could just press a button and, and the lights will come out with the music tempo and all this. Right now, we keep it old school, man. It's kind of fun. Like, so, it's... what's going to happen? I mean, I know that you're t- we're talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. They're going to just demolish it. Yeah, the theater closed down last month, and right now we have, like, a couple of few months to, you know, just organize everything, pack everything down, and move it into, a, like, a storage room, or maybe trying to gather a new theater. But, yeah, they're going to build some apartment complex around here, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, that's what they have built all around here. There's already two new buildings just across the street from us. Yeah. They're just brand new, which, I mean, eventually they're going to build one right here. The theater is actually a landmark. They don't supposed to close it down. They're gonna keep the entrance of the theater as the lobby of the apartments, and they're gonna maybe give us like one third of what we have, which is doesn't even fit the purpose itself. So that's why we're like, you know what? Like we're just gonna have to find a new theater and just go trying to go bigger and better and just continue somewhere else instead of right here all squished in and. It, it, it was just not gonna work I mean we're still gonna come back And do like shows here Yeah Cause I mean This is a historical plot You know Like we're mm-hmm. not gonna let it just Oh we're not gonna forget Like nah we're, we're gonna get a new theater But eventually we're gonna come back Right here Right now we're just Trying to gather As much funds as we can Cause I mean Eventually we do not Have the money for it I mean Puppetry is kind of, you know, it's not like one of the places, oh, that everybody wants to go to, you know, like, eventually the theater 55 years, people has, this, you know, the, the knowledge of it, but, you know, we're trying to gather as much, as much people as we can, so, right now, the channel, like, the budget that we need for the new theater will be, like, $200,000. Oh, wow. Which is, like, not even a figure that I'm even, had even mind, you know, like, $200,000 is really a lot of money, and... To be doing puppet shows to try to gather that much, we probably need the help from whole Los Angeles, you know, because we can do it that ourselves by keeping this tradition going without the help of everybody. Because, I mean, I do it, I'm not, I don't do it for myself, even though it's actually my job. I mean, it is my job, you know, I get paid for those shows and, you know, keeping the tradition going. But it's not the pay that I would love to get because, I mean, eventually, right now, I'm 30 years old. Like, I'm, I'm practically just living, you know, like, I'm not, I don't have, like, that much money myself. and Everything that I have eventually is free. You gotta, uh, but, you gotta, you gotta hustle. You, know, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. That's what you know comes to the, you know us pushing the new theater. You know, once the new theater opens, of course we're gonna get like paycheck, 
paychecks every two weeks. Right now, I'm like, all right, do I get paid next week or not? Even though the theater takes care of my life because, you know, I've been there. I'm kind of like the teacher there, kind of like mostly the cleaner, you know. I've been doing all these pretty cool things. And, you know, um, the theater, for sure, I'm kind of like full-time there. There's other people that have been there part-times or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's hard to kind of like, you know, not be able to like, kind of think of the future and stuff like that because i mean two hundred thousand dollars is kind of like a lot you don't want to i don't i, I just want to kind of like i mostly do it um kind of because of my own you know like i mean 17 years of my life doing this is kind of like you don't take it away that easily mm -hmm. so you know back in the days i would actually just do it for working you know it used to be like a paycheck for me i'd be like all right now i actually love it you know it's, i actually have the passion for it I kind of, I mean, if I get a paycheck, I'm, I'm fine. But if I don't, then, you know, I'm willing to wait to be able to, you know, do what I do because I love it, you know. I don't consider it a job. It's mostly more like my hobby because I love it, you know. It's, I really enjoy doing this and I'm going to do this my whole life now. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you got to keep the legacy alive oh, for Bob Baker because like, I know uh, I follow, mm -hmm. I follow uh, Boss Bakers yeah, and yeah, they, right, they, whatever yeah. you guys go sell t-shirts yeah, or, yeah. or stuff, <laughs> stickers. I mean, I, I'm going to buy a t-shirt for me. I mean, yeah. That's right old now, school. It's, it's amazing how like, you know, right now we always used to have little shirts or little things going on. Right now we have like a little calendar going on. Like, I saw that. Yeah, which is amazing. We have like like viewfinders, the ones, the old school viewfinders that you would like move like this little lever and this round thing will like show different pictures. Like we have one of those or just specifically Bob Baker and it has like, it's just amazing how like, all these little things that we have right now, which is just really great. We have a lot of amazing artists in our team. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, building things from scratch and it just coming out really beautifully. And that's what we're kind of trying to sell. and. You know, just gather extra funds because it's just to gather extra funds to invest in the same theater and the same purpose. It's not like we're gonna spend it somewhere else. It's like everything that we build is for the same theater. Because yeah, mean, Bob, that's what he always used to do. He was kind of broke when I used to work here at the beginning with him. Like we'll get paid hardly because he will worry more about his puppets than everybody else. But, I mean, that's what we want too. Like you know, we of course worry about everybody else, but like the puppets itself. That's what is making us do this you know we're not doing it for ourselves it's for their puppets and the puppets only you know yeah. who was when bob baker passed away who was mm -hmm. who was running the show um we had a manager you know um daniel gonzalez he was kind of like the manager of the theater and i mean eventually we always kind of like move on you know like i mean eventually we, i mean i never thought that the theater was gonna move as much as it did right now like um it would just we just continue doing shows as much as we could and Eventually, the theater started coming out with, you know, financials. We didn't own it, and the guy was trying to sell it, and we're like, all right, we're trying to make some money or whatever, you know, like. And then um, we're trying to become a non-profit organization right now, which is practically Los Angeles is going to own those, you know, like whoever is trying to donate it to this is going to have a little piece of history with us, you know, like we're trying to get as much people that we have right now so we could get a new theater. But eventually, um, right now, this um, this guy, just like one of us, um, his name is Alex Evans. He kind of became the main director of the theater. So he's the one that kind of took her over the next level. Which right now, I'm, I'm the, the, um, what I do at the theater is mostly teaching. Kind of like the purpose that we have. Like routines, choreography and all that stuff. That's yeah. what I'm there for. Uh -huh. Alex is actually a puppeteer too. He learns just like me. But he kind of took over the office sequence. Yeah. She went to like deep in the financial you know, things and trying to 
got as much help as that we could get and he, he took it to a different level right now which is great like he's kind of i'm not saying he's the owner or nothing but he's kind of like the top level or anybody else even myself like he's just up there right now with kind of like you know with the face of the theater he's kind of representing the theater in a way to everybody else to kind of you know like just continue because a... everybody wants to continue doing this like not just myself we're like seven of us yeah well the best of luck for uh bob agus yeah, and oh, saying you guys man. can keep on yeah, growing and you know you can spread out the love you know to all la and hopefully yeah. you can come to long beach you know oh yeah i mean we actually all over los angeles yeah Even long beach we just had just had to keep up with their website or their page because they're yeah. usually the one posting. are they more focused on uh in instagram or in everything in Instagram, they have a Facebook too, which is the same name, Bobby yeah, yeah, yeah. Marinette. Um, uh-huh. They only got those two, but they have a main website, which is the one that tells you everything that is going on. We we just finished doing shows in a Santa Monica Pier. Uh-huh. Um, we were doing the whole month, which was like really great, and we were doing doing free shows. Uh-huh. So we're gonna be doing free shows all around, not just there. It's crazy. So let's uh, well, good luck to Bob Baker's yeah, and all the legacy oh, and all that. So let's uh, kind of re- go back. Uh, yeah. We're gonna talk about like, um, tell me about yourself. Um, well, I mean myself. Um, well, my name is Cain. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people trips out and how to say my name because you know eventually we're in Los Angeles. It's supposed to be Cain, uh-huh. but you know I'm Mexicano. You know I grew up and was born in Tijuana. So the way you say it is in Spanish, not in English. So it will be Cain. And um, yeah, I grew up in, in Tijuana, Mexico. Um, both of my parents are for, actually from Guatemala. And you know, when I guess when we're trying to make it over here, I was born in Tijuana. And I have like, um, we're six of us. I'm actually the older one of six. I have two sisters before me, and then I have three other brothers. And my name is Cain. I have actually a brother named Abel too. Mm-hmm. Abel. Cain Abel. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Noel, we got David, and we got Stephanie, Julissa. And that's kind of my siblings. My mom is Leticia, and mm-hmm. uh, my dad is Jorge. Um, I don't really talk that much about my dad because kind of mm-hmm. like I don't want to talk about that for sure. <laughs> that's all good. What part of LA are you at? Uh, right now, I'm actually in MacArthur Park. Um, I kind of grew up there when I arrived to Los Angeles. I was 13 years old, and yeah, that's where I actually landed in MacArthur Park, which is Aiden Westlake. And I mean, I'm sure most of you guys don't even know what's up with MacArthur Park, but it's kind of like you know. It's pretty interesting area <laughs> it's not like any other area you know about and i mean i grew up there and you know i got to meet the streets you know um, i grew up in the streets kind of knowing the streets even though i was a little paisita they didn't know english um, i grew up with the homies you know with actually kind of like neighborhood kind of gangsters around there and i kind of grew up with them you know because i was trying to like you know not learn what it was going on but just get to know friends you know i was trying to, i mean that was practically the only ones around there <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. So that's where I grew up. I grew up with a lot of kind of like cholos and all that, and that's how kind of like my style of dressing came on. Because I mean, eventually I would grow up with them. I kind of just kind of picked up their style, you know, and grew up just like them. And yeah, even though I didn't join the hood, um, that's kind of one of the things that I'm really glad I didn't. Because I mean, eventually all my friends was from that hood, and I mean, I was just I'm not saying I was a future, but I was kind of you know the theater kind of took a lot of my time. So, you know, from high school, I would come into the theater and kind of spend my whole, you know, full-time job there. And I would just go home and the extra time, of course, I would spend it outside. So, the theater kind of set my life in that way that I was like, you know, I don't want to join this. Specifically, because I'm not from here, you know. If I got cut up even with a spray gun, they would send me back, you know, like, it's kind of stupid just even if I joined it. But I just grew up with them, you know. That was all I did and just grew up with them and 
kind of you know get to know the streets and i'm really glad that i got to know the streets and not know the streets because it's not really i mean i'm not saying that it's safe because eventually the gangsters if you you don't mess with them then i mess with you so you could live anywhere but just you know like by knowing the streets you kind of have a little map in your, your, your mind that oh like this is what's going on you know like instead of just being like a tourist you know not knowing yeah. what the fuck is going on and yeah i grew up you know macarthur park aiden westlake and you know um kind of you know got to you know met like the wrong side of the you know like the my homies and shit and kind of you know i kind of got went bald back in the day so when i was young i was bald you know i used to wear baggy ass clothes and <laughs> little by little i kind of start cutting down <laughs> it was and, too baggy um, man yeah it. you know i kind of started getting older and you know like i was just getting trouble with just stupid little gangsters and you know it's not the older guys it was the younger ones you know the ones that like trying to come up or whatever and yeah I was like i would say i don't bang but i mean if they're trying to throw a punch i mean i'm not gonna just yeah do what you gotta do like, just fuck it you know but uh well sometimes they will bring the whole neighborhood into it like, which i'm like hey you know i'm fighting with you not with your whole neighborhood you know you're the one punch me i'm not punching you so it's like a whole different you know it's just like little conflicts that i got when i was younger which is yeah i mean that's how you learn <laughs> that's how you learn you know by going through things but not not going through and so and i kind of say you know i could i've been there done that which is great and is it still like is it still like like bad still or is it calm right down now, i mean most of my homies they're all old you know like they're all even locked up i mean i'm you know someone they actually dead and some of they just away from here because it's not that great area. I mean, I didn't join the hood. I actually got the respect from the hood. So, like, I could go anytime I want. I actually just go back, just smoke out, you know, sometimes. Because I want, you know, the youngsters to know me, you know. I don't want to stop going and coming up out of nowhere. Because of the way I dress and this, go, like, what the fuck, who the fuck is this? I'm like, motherfucker, I grew up here, you know. Like, I, that, I'm still right there. I'm not saying, like, you know, like, maybe once a week or whatever. Just, you know, just to hang out. Because I practically know everybody. I mean, MacArthur Park, you could find fake IDs. You could find any type of drugs. You could find girls. You could find practically anything. There's people, they just hanging around doing their stuff, you know, their job, which that's everybody that I know. I could walk down the street and say hi to every store just because they know me, you know. I yeah. grew up there and they seen me. And a lot of times they will be hiding from me because at the beginning they thought I was actually from the hood. So they thought I was going to ask them for rent because I would walk with the homies, you know, slapping everybody. And like you know, I'd be like, nah, I just not from the hood, you know. And that's kind of kind of got comfortable with everybody, which is great. Yeah. And that's where I grew up, man, MacArthur Park. Crazy. That's, that's my area right hell there. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. No matter no matter how much I make, how big I make it, I'm always gonna come back, you know. Because always be humble. Always, always, man. That's like, when people tell me like, what happens if your podcast gets yeah, big? It's like, like, man, I'm taking I'm taking my podcast as baby yeah. steps, one episode at a time. Yeah. And it's like, what happens if big? So I'm not gonna be Joe Rogan, but I'll still be fucking humble. Yes, yeah, you gotta back, be. You know? I mean, help your community if you can. I mean, like, if you got it that top level, I mean, shit, go down. When I talk, when people ask me when they hear the my thing called the Mega Man's Life. I'm not done with yeah. it. I got four, five, and six, mm-hmm. and everything. I've been through my ups and downs, yeah, my good yeah. times, my yeah, bad times, course. my ugly times. I used to be homeless. Yeah. I I was just going through stuff, and yeah, yeah. and people tell me, was it all? It's like redemption. It's like you know, getting a second chance. You know, oh, yeah. like knowing that you fucked up and everything, and and learning from it, and and realizing because you know, like me, like I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I used to walk a lot yeah, I didn't yeah. have a car uh, Oh yeah I'm still Because well right? to me It's different Because yeah, I, I yeah. had two DOIs Oh yeah Oh yeah <laughs> So I It took me like I didn't get my license For yeah. like seven years Oh damn So I was learning I was walking yeah, Walking yeah. Walking And I was just like I'm never gonna do this again Damn And I was like Oh man That's it. But I realized You know Taking the buses 
the trains. I used to take four buses to go back to yeah. work and home back. And Long Beach and Seal Beach is like the next county over. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't that far. In fact, driving is like yeah. 10 minutes away, but yeah. I got to take four buses. Yeah, buses is kind of like a different... But I mean, you got to go where the money's at, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Because at the theater, uh, when I've been working there for 17 years and I actually was not working one year. I actually kind of like left the theater um, and I kind of pursued um, the kitchen. Because I figured I was good with my hands, so I went for the knife and I've been like cook for like seven years. I'm not saying that I've been a cook, but I've been like a cook helper. Yeah. So I'll be cutting the vegetables. I know how to handle the knives. So I've been always working in kitchens. In a couple of them, I was the main cook, which was great. And it was a good experience. I know how to cook, which is great. I'm, I'm happy with that little kind of, what do you call it, um, experience, you know? A little hobby yeah. and stuff. When you get your own place, oh, learn trust, how to cook. Oh, that's how you I'm keep that. That's how you keep a girl. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> go out loud and just do my own, you know, like. Cause I, I, the thing about me is that I don't like vegetables. Really? I don't really eat vegetables, man. Cause I was not. I was not. Um. Now what happens if it's like stir fry? Um, like what? Like stir fry. Uh, oh, nah, nah, nah Like nah. the Chinese food Like yeah. stir fry Like broccoli and beef mm, uh, Broccoli and beef That's good That's mm. good But like not nothing else Like different Nothing else It would be kind of like the, It's a trick Because when I work In the kitchen I mean people like, well, like How the fuck do you do it You know like How do you even know they How the good Like the food tastes And things like that I learned um, There was one cook That told me Hey you don't have to eat it All you have to do Is just put it in your mouth Get the taste And then spit it out that's how sometimes I do it, even oh. though, like, because, I mean, I know my recipes, and I know how to make a lot of stuff. I don't have to be, like, tasting it, because I would know it's good. I would hardly get, like, a plate sent back. Mm-hmm. I would never have those, because I would know how, you know, I have the experience, and I would learn how to do it. I cook a lot of um, Persian food. Yeah. I work, like, at a lot of hookah lounges, so they would work, um, make, like, a lot of, you know, simple things, but a lot of sometimes weird things, you know, and I learned how to cook that food, which is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So let's talk about like your boy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Who? Oh, El Triste. Man, I was trying to pronounce uh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, El Triste, man. Um, but yeah, that's actually one of my puppets. Um, that I kind of did a little collaboration with. This is the um, one right here on my back. Yeah, chilling. he's just chilling. The little. My yeah, bad. I even saw your name right, man. He's <laughs> staring at me like, "Fool, I'm gonna knock you out, dude." <laughs> Yeah, El Triste is kind of like, um, yeah, I did a collaboration with this um, girl that's really fucking amazing. And her name and Instagram is Reyes Arte, G-Dolls. Uh-huh. She particularly makes like little dolls as little gangsters and kind of pays them. I in think a weird... I follow her. Yeah, she kind of custom made little dolls to look just like you or kind of the way style that you wanted. But she, she does, it, she does it like hand. Like I remember yeah, I oh, saw her live and she does it like, whoa, yeah, like detail. Oh, she's amazing, man. Like, so I seen her page and I was like, Hey, you should come down to the theater and buy in there, you know. So she came down and seen like the circus show. She's an amazing fan of clowns, and I'm I love clowns myself. So she just loved the show, and she invited me into her shop where she makes the dolls. And I was like, really? I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> so I went to her shop and we just chilling. She was just you know working, and I was just tripping out. And all her family smoked, so I, we just got along real well, you know, because I smoke a lot. So they were like, oh, let's smoke, and we just shout outs to her. Oh, for real, yeah, Reyes Arte for sure. If you're not following her, then you're really stupid. Follow her because when, when, when I have downtime when I'm work <laughs> and sometimes like she'll be on and oh, yeah. she goes she's, into very details oh, with man. with like with the puppets yeah, and everything the the face and everything the faces are amazing I, I know I would if I would have done my I would have <laughs> fucked it up long yeah long. trust me but the the thing is like she seemed better made and I was about to leave or something we we're just talking and she was like hey you should make a puppet right here. 
And I was like, it takes like so much time. And I was like, I know it wouldn't be able, you don't have the equipment for it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Like, let me just grab one of the dolls that you have and just bre- let me break it apart and I will make a puppet out of it. And she was like, oh, you could do that? I was like, hell yeah. So I did like, you know, because the, the doll is already the puppet. All you have to do is just put strings in it or make it a little more stable or whatever. But that's what I did. I grabbed one of her bigger dolls and broke it apart. And I did it like in three, four days, which it was really quick and everything. And she had everything that I needed. All I had to do is just pull on the strings, make a control, and the puppet was done. And that's where El Triste was born. And, you know, there were so many other styles that I could create it. Um, I put El Triste. A lot of people ask me, why Triste? What does it mean? El Triste means El Triste sadness. Is still, uh, he's still, mad, like, he's still, mad, he's still mad dogging me right now. <laughs> he's El, like mad dogging like, man, yeah, you didn't get my like, fucking name right, motherfucker. Yeah, well, Triste means in English is sad. It's like a sad clown. Oh, man. So um, I kind of, a lot of people ask me, why? Why sad? Which is like, it comes to me, you know, like, it kind of made him out of myself, you know, because I'm always actually happy. I'm always happy. I'm always smiling. I've never been sad in my life besides, you know, I mean, everybody has their downtowns, you know, but um, I never, I'm, I'm never sad, you know, I'm always never busting tears or nothing like that. So I kind of created something that I'm not. So I created, you know, El Triste, which is sadness. And he kind of takes all my sadness away, you know, because for me, instead of me being sad, he's the one is sad. So, you know, I'm always smiling and we're like the opposite of each other, which is like super cool and amazing. And people trips out, you know, like, damn, he looks so real. It's because, you know, Reyes Arte makes these amazing dolls. I'm telling you, if you go to hers and then see my puppet, you will know how the difference is, you know. And she told me, do whatever you want. And she kind of did like a little more of the painting. One of her her co-workers did like a little painting too, which it was great. And I kind of, that's how he was born. Yeah, man. He's really great. And a lot of people taking pictures because I take him to lowrider shows and things like that. Cause I think I, I saw kinda... I think I think saw him in, um, in Wilmington. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. Over Avalon. Yeah, yeah I was See, there. Like, I've not been there in a while. Yeah, he, that day that I was there. He just, uh, he, he just shook his head like, yeah, motherfucker. You better funny. say that shit. Get yeah. punk, homie. <laughs> you better know my name. See, that's he's like, funny. now he's kind of warming up. Like, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, he knows his it. shit. Yeah. But you know what? Like, after people were like, man, like, you should make his own little page. And I was like, nah. Hell yeah. I follow him. Yeah, so I actually created his own little Instagram, which is, his Instagram is El Triste 213 Um, I kind of creating his own Instagram. He has so many pictures right now. He's really photogenic. So since he has so many pictures, I just post them there. Put some on my page too, and then just there and kind of just you know people love him, really love him. And it's all the really girls, cool. he gets all the girls too. <laughs> For real, man. All like the girls. Out. Like every time, because I had a homie. His name is Poetic One. He's uh-huh. like a little. He's like a rapper, and um, he's one of the homies, you know. So he actually invited me to one of his music videos. So I said, hey, I want you to come on your music video, and I was like, hey, yeah, you know. I showed up to his music video, and he was like, hey, where's your puppet? And I was like, motherfucker, I thought you wanted me, you know. <laughs> So you wanted El Triste in it too, which I was like, hell yeah, like I don't think you wanted my puppet. So like super cool and excited that he was actually his first time in a music video, like in yeah. that video it was like, hell yeah. Uh-huh. So it was super cool that he actually invited me, and I'm really happy by showing him off, you know, and by him showing by by me building him, showing what a marionette is, is showing what I do for a living, you know, showing the theater off. He represents the theater all day, you know, like, what is it, like, always Bob Baker, Bob Baker, and that's when I came into tattooing my, my hand tattoos, um, I just recently did them, um, it's nice, it's like the control bars that you manipulate the puppets with, I kind of oh, put them in my hands, that's badass, so man. if you will grab a puppet right now, this is how you will grab the controls, 
and kind of wow. put Bob Baker name right there, and you know, it's a memorial for him. And and I always thought about, you know, what I would kind of tattoo myself with, like to you know, give little, you know, um, little memorial for Bob. And a lot of people has the main clown, which is the whisk clown right here in the fork, like in the side or anywhere. Everybody has like a puppet wise, yeah. Which yeah. I was like, what should I do? And I was holding the controls all in my hands all along. I was like, you know, I'm going to put them on my hands. So, like, that people will be asking me, like, what is that? And I could talk about the theory. It's like a little kind of conversation piece on myself, you that's know, kind of like. That's, yeah, it no, brings it, attention, which I was looking, that's the first thing I saw <laughs> because, like, when I, when last time I saw you, when me yeah. and the kids, you didn't have yeah, that. Yeah. But now I, now when now I see it, like, it stands right out. But now when you tell the story, like, how, yeah. why you got it, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, you know, that's kind of cool. Because I would do want people to know about the theater, and this is just the perfect thing to actually, people to notice, you know, like. Because I could have this anywhere else, but I think my hands are just the perfect. That's perfect, man. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to talk about your social media, man. Oh, You're like yeah. everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, people just got me so, like, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, addicted to Instagram. Because be, like I said, before I didn't even have a picture to post. Now I have hundreds and hundreds of them. I want to just post them, you know, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Instagram, is, it, it was wild. Not anymore, but it was pretty out there, like, amazingly. Like, for me, I'm going to I'm gonna do a yeah. separate page on mine. Just yeah, to yeah. Only, for, only for the Mega Man yeah, podcast. Yeah, you should actually definitely Because do I don't that. want to be buried, like, you know. Yeah, you have your personal life right there. Yeah. I and mean, eventually, I, I will put, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I will post me smoking, which, when it comes to that, like, you know, um, when it comes to me p- p- Posting pictures of me smoking marijuana or like, you know, I don't drink beers because you know. Oh, you I, don't? But I, nah, I, I'm not really a drinking guy. I drink um, like a lot of craft. Yeah, beer. but like, I, I got like, I gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wearing Felipe shirt right now. It's like motherfucker. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't drink. I just smoke a lot. I'm kind of smoking it kind of. It's drinking. It changes you. You know, like you're not the same person. You practically changes the way you are because mm-hmm. you're like a whole different person when it comes to me smoking you practically are the same person you practically you, all you do is just practically relaxing your body this part i've been doing it so long that i kind of i could actually say that i kind of abuse it i abuse it actually um and when it comes to like it kind of takes me away from reality a little bit you know um I mean, the world is not... I mean, of course, I do have a girlfriend. I mean, she's she's be the one, you know, like, eventually taking me away from all those. And eventually, she's always pushing me to try to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's, it's actually an addiction now, you know, because I do abuse it, you know, like... It's not like, oh, I'm going to just smoke. Nah, I kind of abuse this shit, which is like... It just depends, like, what, what you smoke it for. Like, yeah. some people can't sleep. Um, Yeah, uh, I do... St- Sometimes don't sleep Probably because I smoke too much Or people stressed uh, out Or yeah, whatever I do I yeah. mean I do have a big family I do have I mean I'm not saying That I'm the perfect person And, and you know When to me smoking It kind of Just kind of says fuck it You know I kind of forget about Everything else And I just kind of Concentrate in myself Kind of my, my me time You know Like yeah. my solo time And mm-hmm. eventually you, It's kind of weird Because when you smoke You meet like a stranger That you never met before But he smokes Somehow you connect so well, like your conversations could go on and on, but you just meeting like in those a few seconds of just smoking, you just be smoking and be like, oh shit, you smoking? Hell yeah! Somehow the vibe of it is like amazingly. Like when you drink, of course it's the same vibe, of course, because you're drinking. But eventually, you will get into like a different term, you know. <laughs> eventually, when you smoke, you will be happy. When you're drinking, you might have like a different like. Emotion, you might be mad or nothing like that, you know. Yeah, it's just a bit way different. So, when you're smoking, it's just you know, chilling, relaxing, you know, just kind of like you're a long time. And 
yeah, I do smoke a lot. And when it comes to me posting pictures of that, yeah, I want people to know what I do. You know, like especially I'm not saying that the theater is, of course, it's amazing what I do, but I don't want like a stranger I don't know where to see me. Oh, then that guy smokes like in a bad way. You know, like I mean, if you don't know that I smoke. You should see my Instagram. You know, like a hundreds of people knows that I smoke, and you for you judging me in that way, it's kind of stupid. So that's what I kind of post a lot of it because. I don't want just nobody to, like, oh, then you do this amazing thing, but you smoke. Like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, so what? Like, that doesn't matter. You know, I could be like the worst guy and still be a puppeteer. You know, like, you could be like, people don't know what I am and how I live or like the way I am. People, um, Bob, um, kind of like, he knew I was a big troublemaker. You know, he knew what I was and I will, I will hardly, sometimes it, well, he will not pay me, I will not show up. That's how bad of a person I was, you know, like, cause, that's the way I grew up, you know, that's like life that I got introduced to and, you know, like, that's the way I grew up and, you know, even though that I was like that, Bob kept me here, like, he kept me, he kept me and that's the man that I am now, but, you know, like, it still doesn't change the way that I grew up, you know, like, I'm not gonna change or my life, my life completely because I work in a puppet theater, like, I'm not gonna change the way I am. As soon as I'm inside the theater, it's like, I'm stepping into Bob's world, you know, like, I'm kind of stepping and behaving in Bob's manner, you know, like, but once I step out of the theater, I'm, I'm just myself. You do you. Yeah, like, I'm myself, I'll be smoking anywhere, like, you know, I don't care. Like, sometimes when I go to work, sometimes, yeah. like, boom, pop up, like, you do live at yeah, 12, yeah, yeah, 1, yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning, yeah, yeah. just smoking, chilling, yeah. hearing your oldies. I mean, I'm just home, you know, just chilling, my being myself. I wouldn't do that course at the theater, but <laughs> you know, that's essentially Bob's world, you know, like, mm-hmm. we're, like, I would say, like, Bob lives his own world, you know, once we step outside of the theater, you will step out into the world, you know, like, once you're inside the theater, it's just imagination is wild, you know, it's like, that's actually one of the, the kind of, like, you know, like, the models of the theater, you know, this is the place where imagine, imagination dwells, which is the imagination, you know, it's, like, really, really great, I love it. It's really amazing, man. I love it. So like, yeah. we're, so right now we're doing the podcast yeah. in my car, but uh-huh. in front of the car, like we're yeah. looking at the Boss Baker <laughs> yeah, Theater. We're right in front of the theater. Right? We're just checking out all these cool. They have these cool artworks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's which, like that's Myla. There's this amazing um, artists in Instagram too. You can follow them. That's Myla. They're kind of volunteered to do this amazing mural, which is really amazing. It's really huge. Before it was just nothing but a white, plain white building. There was nothing colorful about it. That's why a lot of people thought that we were close because it looked like an abandoned building. And they came and did this amazing mural as a memorial for Bob, which is really great. I can't. I mean, eventually we can take the mural with us. But you know, when the new theater opens, everything the new theater is gonna have is gonna go based on Bob's vision. Because Bob, when he opened this theater, he was planning actually to buy the whole block. He wanted to buy the whole block. He has like big sketches and like just our um, drawings of what the whole black would look like which is I mean that's an amazing vision like that's a vision that nobody will have you know but I was thinking to the future like woo like wait ahead so he was thinking of opening like a new theater like restaurant have like a different theater for like international puppeteers have like a classroom have like all these amazing things and Eventually, this theater right here itself is historical, but when the new theater open, we're going to incorporate all that into the new theater, mm-hmm. which is going to be just amazing. I can't wait for the new theater open. You know, hopefully, we could get the much help as we could get right now from the community and open as soon as we can, man. We can't wait. <laughs> we can't wait. Oh, well, yes, when yeah, when you guys have your new place, like, I'm going to oh, take yeah. my boys. Hopefully, I'm... 
cross my fingers and hope I try yeah. to take my daughter. Oh, yeah. Bring the whole family, man. I'm yeah. always, trust me, every time that I have invited people, because, yeah. I mean, eventually I have a lot of followers now, which, you yeah. know, it's great, and I don't, I, I'm really happy with it. And there's always people, you know, because, I mean, the tickets itself at the theater are $20. I mean, if I would not be involved in the theater, if I would be outside of the theater, I, I would myself can't afford twenty dollars, you know. Like I, I would not be able to be like, oh, can I watch twenty dollars? I, I mean, because I, I would not know what's going on, you know. Not that I wish, if I would know, I would, you know, drop the twenty dollars with no, you know, hesitation, because I would know. But sometimes people, hey, you know, can like, can I come down? I'm like, always, always. Everybody that I have invited into the theater, I never charge them, never, 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 never. Like, and I have invited like hundreds and hundreds of people. I should be getting fired for this, <laughs> but you know, that's kind of like. It just I just love it to show it up. I love to show it up. People, um, I have families that sometimes, of course, they can't afford it. And, you know, people at the theater, we go based on reservations. You can't just come to the theater and be like, oh, I want to see a show because we are sold out all the time. We're sold out every time. So you have to call the theater and be like, oh, um, make a reservation. But be like, oh, I'm coming on this day. I'm bringing, like, you know, two adults and three kids. And sometimes, oh, well, we got time, we got room, oh, it's sold out. I mean, you can come yeah. down. But, you know, every time that I invited people, it's always sold out. So everybody that I bring people is always extra. So it's like, you know, they practically see the whole full theater and they see, like, oh, this is really popping, you know, which is like, it's not that we're popping, it's just we're sold out all the time. But, yeah, every time I invite people, they always love it, which is, that's what I want. I want the, them to experience this. I think everybody in the world should experience a puppet show, no matter what kind of puppet show you have. We have a lot of puppetry, you know, we have shadow puppets. Shadow puppets will be like a lighting, projecting like a little shadow emotion, like in a screen. That's shadow puppets. We have a lot of hand puppets when it comes to like, you know, the hand puppets that you put in your hand and yeah. kind of animate it, more interactive that you have to bring your voice into it. And we have ventriloquist, which is the guy that doesn't even move his mouth, but he's transferring the voice to the puppet and there's marionettes that's what we do right here marionettes we have shadow puppets we have like hand puppets but not as much we usually mostly focus on strings which is marionettes and you know puppetry is gonna live forever puppetry was built and invented way before the pyramids were built so puppetry being around way before we were you know like even if you don't support us Eventually, ourselves, we, we, we're, not, we're gonna die eventually, but the puppets are gonna live on forever. They're, we're the ones that we're gonna, you know, have our kind of like a little limit to life, but puppets are gonna live forever, man. And the experience that you have with one marionette are gonna be all around, which is gonna be amazing. I can't wait to just get those memories and keep it going, keep it going. People experience this, and like I said, man, like once you experience a Bob Baker show. You can never go back. <laughs> you never go back, man. You will see all the shows and it will not be as good. Or it might be a little better, but Bob Baker will always be top-notch. Nice, nice. Always. That's always. The, yeah. um, the, you told me that you, you have a documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like I said, you know, Instagrams have given me a lot of opportunities about people finding out about me. But people that have come into the theater, they didn't even know about my Instagrams, have come into the theater and... You know, there was this guy, his name is Jonathan De Silva. Um, he was actually a student at USC. Um, he just, I think, I believe he just graduated. with congratulations, my friend. Um, but yeah, that guy came into the theater, kind of do like a puppetry, um, kind of like showing what the life of the puppeteer is. 
and he was gonna film the whole theater um and then he kind of found out about me and he kind of just kind of not went focusing on myself but more in the whole theater of my life you know and mm -hmm. he was um doing another puppeteer too which his name is gary jones he does like a lot of um black puppets because he's um african-american guy so he was more into his culture you know so he created a lot of marionettes mostly kind of like um his marionettes style are mostly like um I can't really describe it myself because my English is not that great for kind of explain what I'm kind of want to do right now. Uh -huh. But he kind of interacts with the puppet. Like he's right beside the puppet and it's like a lot of hand movements with like rod strings. It's like a stick that goes into the hands. So he's holding it and dancing with the puppet itself. So that's like an amazing art that he only himself mastered. He's been doing it for a really long time and he was focusing on him and my life. Which was great, and I told him, you know, just like I told everybody else, you know, like I will come into your show, but we're gonna be talking about the theater because that's where I'm come from, you know, the theater itself. And he was like, yeah, man, we're gonna show the theater, and we're gonna, you know, we wanna show you live outside and inside of the theater. Which I was like, oh, I mean, you wanna do that? Like, really? <laughs> like, I was like, all right, you know, like, I mean, as long as you show the theater, you know, as long as yeah. you show the theater, I don't really care what you do with myself. So he was like, yeah, man, we're gonna make, I was like, oh, I, all right you know like it was really cool i had like little other friends um his name is um voodoo photos like right now he's in instagram and one of my homies too that i met on the streets and he was working in the filming thing and he did like a little five minute clip you know just project for school i had a lot of friends that just did other projects for fun you know like just kind of based on my life and but this guy did like a little documentary which i was like oh man like that's i mean i didn't even thought of something like that or even had come to mind to like i really want to do this like or oh, somebody wants to really do that about me like oh, <laughs> like all right man like do your thing man like you know whatever you want to do like we kind of went all around the theater kind of me showing how to I teach people how to do marionettes and like how to practice and kind of went around you know my neighborhood and kind of went inside my house and my family um but yeah we kind of went all out with, and it came out in like in a 30 minute documentary it's mostly like a like, little short documentary which is great and kind of explains a lot about my life which is amazing it's they really got down i mean they had like amazing cameras they had like a whole crew i was like a little celebrity i was like what the fuck like that's how i felt <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we're just missing the little makeup artists you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it was really great man they went really deep in my life and you know asking me deep questions and it will come out soon into the public right now since usc has the rights and it's actually this guy's project you know i don't want to be oh give me the movie like that's not that's not how it works and um as soon as it's available of course i will show it off right now the movie is actually traveling in little film festivals since i'm you know i'm i was you know i'm rasa is going to a lot of latino festivals in both you know english and spanish so you know it's really great they kind of um what you call got the attention to both paris you know not just mexicans but you know americans too which is great that's awesome so lastly yeah. what are your goals for 2019 now all right well my goals of course eventually is to get a new theater man like you know trying to get a new theater hopefully crossing my fingers by april or may we're trying to cross our fingers hopefully by then because it's already four months or five months in already in the year so right now i'm just you know focusing and maybe packaging everything that we have at the theater you know practically package the whole theater itself and move it into a new storage and new building and i'm gonna be spending that for five years for five months i mean mostly just trying to get my name out there right now triste is really coming a little famous 
on himself you know um right now i'm kind of i have a little video working with um concrete live it's a little homie too that i met on instagram which is really great he yeah. always he's amazing and i'm just trying to get my puppet out there more and just you know get myself out there more too because i mean eventually i want people to you know get to know myself and get to know the art and get to know my life i mean i don't mind i mean i'm always cool with everybody that i meet um eventually i will have like a little little merchandise for el triste because i want to bring the most of him out, out, out of everybody um yeah there's a lot of people that's doing a little collaborations with me um i have these guys called firme um they're doing um this pachuco suit for myself which is amazing and they're doing one for el triste too which is like wow like i'm just like tripping out and i'm just trying to you know just better myself of course you know get better myself you know move out just right next to the theater because the theater is moving and i want to move out right next to them too so you know trying to get like a new apartment soon and just you know just continue doing my life man i mean i'm gonna be a puppet master for life i mean there's nothing that much to it but eventually i'm hopefully trying to get it just better myself and just show what i do man yeah. that's all i want well you're gonna do what you do you're gonna yeah. follow your dreams and always I want to say thank you for uh mm. you know doing my podcast no you know? i mean thank you for inviting me i'm, I'm sorry that i kind of took a little longer than, no no you know, no it's perfect man you, was, could, uh, you could talk for days love yeah, it man you got stories like, oh yeah I got, you know and everything and now, like uh, i said people are since we're closing down we'll be having a lot of shows so i've been a little all over the place but i'm glad you kind of so, you know invited me yeah it's all it's good. So hey, good hey hey guys <laughs> i mean telling you guys i'll say it one last time yeah. i worked overnight yeah. i drove over here to see yeah. my boy I'm telling real, you I have that mental game That mental that's, strongness game that's, that's what we want <laughs> Do you um, Do you want to plug anything? Um, Yeah but I mean I just want to give a shout out To the homies <laughs> I have a, the homie B You know That fool's just in Tijuana Right now Motherfucker <laughs> So yeah Shout out to fucking B Shout out to fucking Brandon The viewfinder You know On Instagram Shout out to Poetic You know To my little brother And shit Um, I have so many um, friends that I should be mentioning right now They're probably gonna get mad as soon as they hear this <laughs> But so what, you know Hey, fucking big, you know Shout out to Westlake, you know Where I grew up, you know Westlake Streets, MacArthur Park You know, the metro station I'll be around there all the time, you know So if you see me around there Even if you see me on the streets You could always say hi Even if I'm with my girls So fucking what, you know Just, hey, what's up, puppet Or whatever, just to bring my attention, you know I wanna meet people I wanna meet friends, you know Cause I'm eventually I just by myself most of the time, and but yeah, well, just, you got you got homies in Long Beach. Of so. course, hey, uh, are a little far, <laughs> but of course, it. you know, every time I'm on Long Beach, of course, Mega Man will be the guy to you know hit up and just you know show it out. Hell yeah! Hell well, yeah, thank man. well, thank you, and good luck for everything. Thank you. Hell yeah! Always. You can uh, follow me on Instagram at six nine eight zero. I'm trying to work on my my Instagram, my Facebook, and Snapchat with the Mega Man podcast. Also, subscribe to the Mega Man podcast. Rate and review. I love the oh, feedback, yeah. guys. I want to see a lot of comments, motherfuckers. Come on, yeah. I want some comments. <laughs> you can uh, you can find my podcast on iTunes Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Anchor. And one last time. Thank you, man, for man. doing my podcast, man. That's sick. That's sick. That's a lot of motherfuckers' podcasts. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And last thing, lastly, mm -hmm. I know everyone's been telling. Uh, when yeah. are you gonna have heavy hitters? Well, you. Yeah, I just started 2019, baby. Let's get it. I got Tony A, and now I got uh, my no. boy Puppet Master. Spend is the real right. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, then, guys. Mega uh, Man, man and Puppet sure. Masters out. Peace out. Late.